Hello and welcome to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. This week's episode is Best Comic Book Movies with our guest, Flip. Listen in as him, Tony, and Yenny go over all of their individual lists of their favorites. Enjoy! Hello everyone, I have a message from our sponsor. Founded by a top holistic dentist, Dr. Paul O'Malley, Great Oral Health brings great smiles and amazing breath to the world naturally. Don't wait until you have cavities, gum disease, or bad breath. With the preventative solutions of oral probiotics and their all-natural essential oils for the mouth, Great Oral Health is the solution for your oral health. Go to www.greatoralhealth.com and use the special promo code to get 15% off your order today. G-O-H-2019. That's G-O-H-2019. Now, as I've said before, this is a product I actually use, I love, and it's really helped me with my teeth and especially with my breath in the morning, which my wife is very thankful of. So check it out. That's great oral health. And now, on with the show. everyone it's tony the movie guy this is a brand new episode say hello miss money any hello that's copying danny i know my wife hasn't been on the show in a long time i know i miss her i know well look this is gonna be a, a great episode for all you nerds out there i'm joined by a good friend of the show and my fellow comic book nerd flip yes that's me hey say flip. hi flip hi Wow, why is everyone so conservative Hi. right now? Hi. Oh my god. Anyway, we're going to discuss best comic book movies. Right. So this is like a, a full nerd out, okay? And we're all comic book nerds. Even you are, Miss Money Annie. You love comic books. I love comic book movies, movies. but I'll be honest with you, the only comic books I ever read were Archie comics, so Good I'm god. a bit out of it here. Well, I'm you're sorry. missing out, my dear, but that's okay. But I do love the movies. Right. I well, adore them. So that's what's going to be really fun about this, because we've discussed Marvel, we've yes. discussed DC, and obviously they're going to feature in our list. But Flip and I being like hardcore comic book nerds, because I am a huge comic book fan. Well researched. Um, I think you're going to see yeah. on our own handpicked list other films that, A, you've probably seen, Miss Funny Annie, that you didn't Maybe. even realize were actually comic books. I'm going to get schooled. You are going to get schooled. I'm I think, okay with that. I think everyone's going to get schooled, and it's going to be a fun episode. Right, Flip? Right. But do we it. take this seriously. I do. Yeah, and me too. Serious face is on. I think exactly. In my collection, just to show you how serious I am about comic books, I've got every single Uncanny X Men comic book published, uh, except for like the first four. Wow, which are like thousand dollar comic books. Wow, but like my collection is massive. It's it's. So you're legit. legit. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was too. See, now I've got two bookshelves full of graphic novels. I have some mint, co you know, copies of original comic books. Now, a quick story. When I was in England, 
I was like that hardcore because yeah. I used to go to Forbidden Planet in London like almost every week, and I had a trunk. Forbidden Planet is like a was a big comic book okay, store it still in is. England. Is, does it exist yeah, in America? Yeah. Oh no, wow! No, no, right, no, it's, a, it's an English comic. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, it was like our holy shrine. We used to go to London just to go to that comic book store. I had this trunk. I shit you not of hundreds and hundreds of comic books you know i had todd mcfarlane's uh, spider-man torment number one mint copy elf quest number one I still have them. Uh, what you know <laughs> i had all these actually i still have those ones but i had all these like mint copies of comic books probably thousands of pounds worth i had dark knight returns i had one of the like wow. mint copies frank miller um so many it was it was like incredible uh daredevil born again yeah. one of the original copies of it and then other like obscure comics and stuff and when i moved to america i couldn't bring these comics with me and i passed them on to these younger generation of kids who thought i was was like god like the <laughs> coolest guy in the world because i was like passing on you know all this legacy to them and they were like oh that's awesome you know it wasn't even hard to do, actually. Yeah. I really, I loved passing it on to them because by then I was, what, 19, 20. <laughs> you know, I was, I'm still a comic book nerd. But, you know, they were like 12, 13, and, and they loved it. Anyway, um, we're going to discuss best comic book movie adaptations. So these are films that are based on comic books. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Flip and I have our handpicked lists. Uh, the format of the show is pretty simple, Flip. We're going to go back and forth. We'll discuss Miss Money Any, of course, interject anytime you want. And at the end, if there are any that weren't for some incredible I reason somehow highly brought that. up, then, you know, please uh, bring them up. I'm actually just excited to see what I don't know as comic book. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Anyway, you're the guest, Flip. Beautiful. So you get to go first, my friend. I'm going to start with... My number 25 pick, which is Superman 1978. Now, I probably, which will be interesting, will be going the reverse way. Beautiful. Mine yeah. isn't exact sequential order, but when I put together the list... His favorite comes Well, the, the ones that come yeah. to mind immediately are usually at the top of my list. It I doesn't even you. necessarily mean it's no. number one, number two, number three. It's just exactly as she said. She knows me well. Yeah. The ones I think of immediately are always at the top. So actually, I like that because it's going to be kind of a reverse and we'll see how, yeah. It, yeah. how it all kind of comes together. So you said the original Superman? 1978. I didn't see that in the theaters. I was three years old when it came out. Um, That's Richard Donner. Yeah. Yeah. Richard Donner. Uh, Christopher Reeves. Christopher Reeves as Superman. And he kind of. Cre He's still the best Superman. I mean. Oh, yeah. Don't you think? Oh. Uh, Come on. As far as when you picture Superman in your mind, you do picture Christopher Reeves. Ooh, and oh, and yeah. Clark Kent and Superman. He made you believe they were two different right, people. Yep. Right, right. <laughs> he did the with best. With glasses and a little curl. And right. that's the only difference, you know, and acting like a bumbling idiot and Mr., you know, well, Superman, you know. But literally, he's always going to be my Superman, I think. And, and I think that's the granddaddy of the superhero genre. Is that, you know, that that is... The OG. That's the first thing. I mean, 78, you can still watch those movies. Yeah, the physics are all wrong. Right. <laughs> and you can't uh, reverse time by going around the world. That's what everyone <laughs> complains about. That's true. But he does it to save Lois Lane. And, and it's a cute, cute 
you watch the first one and the second one. The second one, Superman, the uh, two, I think it's just yeah. called, uh, nineteen eighty one or whatever, with the Zod coming in. Neil to Zod. Oh my God, that Aaron was such, yeah. Uh, that doesn't hold up as well as the first Superman really? film. Yeah, they're yeah. both on my list, by the way. But the first and second one. Beautiful, beautiful films. I my mom, them. when yeah. she watched them. Come on, John Williams, one of the most iconic scores. That was amazing. But my mom said that when she saw him fly, she was... That was the tagline. Right. In summer of 78, you'll believe a man can fly. That was the tagline of the Right. Poster. She was... Uh, that That became her passion, her whole night. God, hearts. I wish I had seen that in the theater, too. Oh. That would have been amazing. Yeah, that I wish would have I had been. seen it in the But I remember seeing that for the first time, uh, you know, on a VHS my parents had, and I was just like, <gasps> Yeah. You know what's yeah. terrible? I saw Quest for Truth in the theater, Superman 4, <laughs> which is oh, wow. so bad. Look, the third one with Richard Pryor, I actually have a soft spot for, even though it's ridiculous. I, mean, I love it so the, long. You've never seen it? No, oh, I probably have, but I was probably five or six. The battle with good Superman and evil Superman in the scrapyard. I always remember. <laughs> I think it's great. But look, the first one, it, it, you're right. It's so iconic. Christopher Reeve is amazing. And I think Margot Kidder as Lois Lane is the best Lois Lane we've had. Yeah. I, I absolutely loved her. And then, of course, I mean, Marlon Brando. Yeah. got paid more than like everyone to be in it for like five minutes. Um, so it's a great pick to kick off the list. It's definitely on mine. And Superman 2 is actually on mine as well. Because I, I that film's darker. And I really like it. Um, okay, good. So my film, and this is my greatest comic book movie of all time. I'm sure it's on your list. It's actually in my top five films of all time. I've seen this film three times in the last three months. Wow. It's one of those films that when it's on, I own it. I have about three versions of it. But if it's on or I suddenly see it somewhere, I have to watch it, which is The Dark Knight. Christopher Nolan. Oh, yeah. So again, so I, I, just, I just thought of it, you know... Whenever I say comic books, it's right there at the top. That's on your list. Right? Absolutely. I think it's uh, on my sequential list. I think it's number three. Okay, good. So, I, and actually it would be number one for me. It absolutely would. Uh, the, and you're right. I've talked about this movie a lot on the podcast. I mean, it's Christopher Nolan. It's easily, easily the best Batman film to Easily. Mm -hmm. Well, to me, it's one of the best films of all time. And it surpasses the superhero genre or a comic book movie because to me it's so pitch perfect. Like I literally think that film's perfect. Well, I think what's, really, what's really interesting on that is that Christopher Nolan has said specifically that he borrowed so much from Heat. Mm -hmm. uh, That's right. I just watched Heat again. <laughs> And I really see that with the heist and oh, everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the the characters where he didn't want the bad guy to be the bad guy. And he yeah. didn't want the good guy just to be the good guy. And he wanted to spar him off. And he wanted there to be this big complexity and all that. It's 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 an awesome juxtaposition between the two. And it really brings Batman back to his original detective comic days where he Absolutely. was basically a guy trying to fight the mobs. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so it brings it back to full circle to where Batman started. Yeah. Uh, it, it, there's no one performance that, uh, I mean, Heath's performance is incredible. Well, that's what I was going to say. In a film that's so incredible anyway, then 
to put a cherry on top, you've got Heath Ledger's Joker, which to me is like literally the greatest performance of all time. Mm -hmm. Like to me, he mesmerizes me in every scene. But on top of that, I love the entire movie. Mm -hmm. Two-Face is incredible. Aaron Eckhart is incredible. Yeah. You know, and then you've got um, Maggie Gyllenhaal is pretty good as, uh, you know, Dawson, whatever her name is. And then the action set pieces are incredible. Yeah. Gary Oldman as, um, you know, Commissioner Gordon. Uh, I mean, freaking Michael Caine as Alfred. Modern classic. Modern it just, classic. It's so pitch perfect. I, I love this movie to yep. pieces. I yep. think it is an absolute masterpiece and it, it's one of the best you know, comic book movies. I realized one thing. So the film isn't really based on a comic book, but of course these are comic book movies because it's the character and they take a lot of different storylines. Yeah, so on. but I think that's a good thing. Like some some comic book films try yeah. to borrow very heavily from comics and they, they, they get little pieces, but they don't get the whole picture. So you end up with, uh, like especially in the X-Men universe, you get um, some ideas, but without the context and it, it doesn't work. It, yeah. Mm. They, they lose the, the, what made the comic book, the comic book. Yeah. Anyway, the dark Knight is just a modern masterpiece. I, yeah. I can't say enough about that film. I, I think it's perfect. I agree. Completely. All right, my friend, what do you got? Uh, my next one, number 24, Spider-Man 2002. That's the first one. Right. Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. Raimi. Good. That's on my list because I think that film was a game changer. I really do. Almost similarly like Superman was. Right. Yeah. It it, it really showed, well, A, it showed the studios that uh, a, a comic book movie can make real money. Right. Mm-hmm. It was the first huge blockbuster comic book movie. Yeah. And it made like almost a billion dollars. And you saw Spider-Man swinging for the first time and you saw New York as a set piece. And, and you saw that in the theater, right? Because I yeah, saw oh, that absolutely. in the theater. Oh, yeah, and that too. was incredible. Absolutely. On the big screen. Um, I mean, after that, we couldn't get enough of Spider-Man just swinging right. around. Um, and it did have its out points. The, 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 the fact that he has the little spider things coming out of his body and the fact that he's got webbing coming out of his and body. the fact that Tobey Maguire was like 40. <laughs> In high school. Minor detail. <laughs> so um, it does, it's weird because it gets shat on a lot. And you're right. It's, so that's not a perfect movie at all. But damn, it was so enjoyable. Oh, yeah. And everyone was talking about and it. And you could still watch that one right. and be complacent about it. And Completely that was Tristan Dunst, right? As the, yeah, yeah, as Mary Jane. As yeah. Mary Jane. Yeah, and Sam Raimi, who does like horror movies, did this. And mm. uh, it was very stylized. I mean, I, I, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. You're right. It doesn't stand the test of time as much also because they've just made they've rebooted spider-man three times since then but spider-man makes my list for sure such an impressive such a beautiful film i agree completely okay good uh the next one is way high on my list just out of pure enjoyment which is deadpool oh yeah um what here's what i remember about deadpool the marketing campaign was off the hook if you remember, it was so tongue in cheek. Yeah. It was so hilarious. I remember going, God, I don't know if this is going to be a good movie, but the, the PR and marketing team uh, deserve an applause already. Yeah. yeah. And then when I saw the film, it was a hundred times better. I saw it three times in the theater. I just, what I love about movies, it's so funny. So funny. Ryan Reynolds embodied that character so well yeah. almost kind of like Downey did for Iron Man mm-hmm. yeah you know he just made it his he own he was that 
that character. And it was also oh, this he, yeah. incredible love story. The yeah. first one. Like yeah. they, they advertised it around Valentine's Day. Right, and really, right. it was just... Anyway, I absolutely loved it. And it was so off the rails as well because it was a hard <laughs> R-rated right, comic book right. movie. We saw it together the first Ugh. time. I remember we were in a Universal City Walk and we were with a group of people and we were all crying yeah. with crying laughter. laughter like i walked out I, I knew nothing about it it was just tony like we gotta go see deadpool I'm like, okay fine we'll go see deadpool and i loved it so and right. i got into right. i got into the uh comic books after the movie sure. i knew the character but i wasn't like a hardcore fan but the film it was so good and and kudos to ryan reynolds because oh, he absolutely. made that his own so well i think he spent years getting that made oh years, years. yeah years. but it was leaked quote-unquote footage he that leaked made it, it possible he leaked yeah. it. right but he hasn't yeah. admitted he has to it, that yet yes, he admitted has. To, i mean he, he quote no, unquote he on a admitted. podcast no, 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 he, he hasn't did. not fully but he's kind of winked to oh yeah he can't like 100 percent admit to yeah. it because they'll sue the socks out of right. him right but he basically um, did oh yeah i mean he's done the yeah. Right, exactly. Uh, that's quote-unquote since you yeah, can't Quotation sing. marks <laughs> for the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> um, in 2004, in a Deadpool issue, way back before Deadpool was, when he was just for comic book nerds, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Deadpool is described as a mix between a Sharpay and Ryan Reynolds. Really? Really. I didn't know that. So that's awesome. when he got given that as a, you know, Here's the before he did the test footage when the original when he was being pitched to do the original X X Men Wolverine Origins mm-hmm. yada 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 and he got handed over Deadpool somebody gave him the comic book apparently uh, the director didn't like comic books being put on set so it was snuck in That's so weird <laughs> it is um, but he gets given the comic book and he actually said he felt like he was chosen right by the comic book to be the character so he felt super obligated to be really true to the right, comic because that's what's so incredible about this in real life is mm-hmm. x-men origins he played a completely bastardized version of wade wilson deadpool right. literally right. with his mouth sewn, sewn shut, shut which the is the opposite Ugh. of what deadpool is right he's the merc with a mouth you know, it's so funny, which is why in Deadpool 2, they riff on that so well yeah, in yeah. those after credit scenes. Anyway, I, I mean, I love these movies. Second one's highly enjoyable, but the first one, I've seen it like a dozen times. As a side note, last week, so, uh, Disney, because they're buying out Fox, they actually they sent out... They're going to make it R-rated, right? Yeah, they sent out a story. They sent out a message to all their stock owners saying, by the way... Deadpool stays R-rated. How? If it's Disney. We're, we're not going to mess with that. So, you know, uh, your, if you own Deadpool stock, that's still golden. We're, we're not going to mess with right. We know that that's working. We're not going to Well, they made a huge it. mistake with Venom that way. They cut it to PG-13. Apparently, they cut like 45, 50 minutes of that movie. I enjoyed Venom. I enjoyed so, I like it, the but second it, half. it felt like something was missing oh no there's I, an interview I was, with tom hardy it was interesting because i yeah like the second half was cool yeah but something was uh, i'm the opposite weird. i hated the second half like, oh, oh really see, when, editing, when i got more the... of venom i enjoyed it i mean look the film was a huge hit so they're doing a sequel yeah. but tom hardy has said himself in an interview like there's a lot missing yeah because they cut it from r to pg-13 yeah. anyway we digress we all love deadpool Deadpool, it's a phenomenal, movie. phenomenal. And it's also one of the most eminently enjoyable, rewatchable oh, films yeah, for so sure. Fun. All right, my friend. 
All right, next one. Uh, Dread. It's on my list. Good right, job. Right. You've um, seen Dread, right? Still not. No. Oh, you need to watch that. No. It's so underrated. I really do. Oh yeah, it lost an arm and a leg uh, to the theaters. It 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 didn't make its production. Didn't make budget. any money at all. Didn't make Good any reviews. money. Phenomenal reviews. You know why, right? You know what happened? I think I think why is on the posters and all this marketing said Dread 3D. This was after Avatar had come out. Um, Avatar had obviously exploded the 3D market. Mm -hmm. Every major studio and every other studio wanted to make a 3D film. And the concept for the film, the 3D aspect of it does work in, in, in Dread. But I think audiences were sick and tired of paying that extra five, Maybe. 10 bucks. Yeah. The other reason is it has pretty much exactly the same storyline as The Raid, Redemption, which came out at the same time. No. Yeah, it, Raid, it came Raid. out at the same time, and The Raid kind of got all the glory and kind of took it away from Dread. Mm. I think I think Garth Evans saw Dread, wrote Raid Redemption. No, they both came out around the same time. Are you time. sure? Yeah, I'll fight you on that. But uh. We don't have all, all night, but no... Here's the thing, because the storyline is very similar. The, I mean, the visuals and 3D and Dread is incredible. I own it. You should absolutely watch it. Okay. It's Carl Urban as Dread. He's fantastic. Um, Alex Garland, who wrote The Beach and 28 Days mm. Later and Annihilation I and Ex Machina. Yeah. He, he wrote this movie. Oh, I love it. And I'm British, so I grew up. Right, right. Reading Judge Dread in 2018. Like, I grew up. Exactly. Reading those comic books every week. And. So they were uh, progs. Uh, I forget what prog stands for. Oh, were they progressive? The pre progressive. You mean pre-cogs? No, progs. Uh, 2000 AD was a prog. Oh, I, I don't remember. They're these great big oversized comic books. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were huge. So they couldn't ever fit in comic books. So, and they were made on pretty flimsy paper. But they came out with like five or six different stories. Dan Dare, Strontium month. Dog. Strontium Dog. I wish oh, they would make it. Strontium Dog into a movie, man. Um. But Dread was the... The pinnacle. The yeah, pinnacle. Absolutely. So every time a Dread... And and he is so... Um, Grumpy. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's just doing his job. And his job is to be a, a cop, and that's They're it. They're judge, jury, and executioner in the future. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, me megacities are cities the size of entire states. See, now we're really so, nerding out. <laughs> <laughs> so there is, there is uh, one cop to like a million people. So they don't have time to do anything. Oh, wow. If you're guilty, you're guilty. And Dredd is the, he's Judge Dredd. He is the most hard-ass cop. But it's just such, I mean, that is a phenomenal read. But the 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 film is actually true to the comic book. That's really, great. Really, yeah. Awesome. I'll definitely so Sylvester Stallone did this really much maligned film in the 90s. That I won't lie, in the 90s, I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. But what people hated was Judge Dredd in the comics never takes his helmet off. And because it's Sylvester Stallone, he has his helmet off like pretty 90%. much the entire movie. Uh. You know? Um, anyway, Dredd is, it's awesome. You got to watch it. You'll love cool. it. And Lena Headley, who plays Cersei in Game oh, of Thrones. Yeah. She's this like mama, completely off the rails, like drug dealer. She's That's the fun. villain. She's the primary villain. Anyway, it's a, a great pick. All right, my next one is way high up on my list. I'm going to be very curious to see where it stands with you because it's a very divisive film. I fucking love this movie, which is Zack Snyder's Watchmen. I oh, absolutely yeah. adore it. It's one of my favorite comic book movies of all time. 
Um, I mean, I've got the full unedited, like, four-hour version, you know, with the, the actual comic book animation right, cut right. in between with Gerard Butler. I love this movie. I, I mean, Watchmen is one of the most acclaimed comic books of all time. I have to have watch it again. Film? Uh, yeah, I didn't like it at all. Well, I mean, well, it, it's a full-on nerd film. Yeah. You've got, you know, Dr. Manhattan. and. But this was, I mean, when did it come out? How old was I? Uh, 10, 15 years ago. Right. It was, now things hit me very differently. I'd be interested to see how I like it now. Yeah. I mean, it's lots of, you know, blue, like, dongs from Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> he's naked the whole time. And, but like, that stays true to the violence. comic book. Oh, okay. absolutely. In the comic book, he's naked. And I think, I think honestly, Zach was a indie comic book fan. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You see the passion. I mean, you see 300, you see... Uh, uh, Sucker Punch, which he did worked with John Ray quite a bit. <laughs> a lot of people don't. Um, but these are very comic booky films. Right. So um, you're a fan of Watchmen, right? The film? Oh, one hundred percent. It's number nineteen on Good. my list. Nineteen. Nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then oh, freaking Rorschach. Rorschach is incredible. Who played him? Oh yeah, yeah. Jackie Earl Hurley. He's phenomenal. Yeah. As Rorschach, who's like the only superhero with like integrity and a, a moral stance, even though he's kind of a degenerate. It's such a complex character. I mean, the entire the entire idea of Watchmen is if you had a group of godlike superheroes living amongst men, who would watch them? Um, who would police them? Who would make sure that they're doing the right thing, et cetera, et cetera? Watches the Watchmen. Hey, I want to watch it again now. I love that I film. I want to watch Watchmen. Scott, what's his name? Is um, uh, the comedian um, Negan from The Walking Dead. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jeffrey yeah. Dean Morgan. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's great. Oh, he's... I'm going to watch it then. Anyway, the visuals are stunning. I-, I love it. It's really long. I think it was over-ambitious, and I guess people just didn't really know what they're getting, and it's also ultra-violent, ultra-sexual. But Flip's right. It It's true to the comic book. Yeah. Okay. The comic book was always deemed as like um, unfilmable, like you couldn't make it into a movie. This comic book's from like the eighties. Oh. Yeah, I, I mean, it. he hated the fact that anybody was making a movie. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And then the other, just as a throwaway side note in regards to Zack Snyder, uh, the whole premise of Watchmen is is kind of a, a an angst or a a, a superheroes are not a good thing in a society kind mm-hmm. of mentality. So why DC would pick up Zack Snyder who had this mentality and throw at him the entire DC universe. Yeah. It was a bit of a misfire. <laughs> that total misfire. Yeah. He should have just stayed doing indie flicks. Mm-hmm. His indie comic book flips. I mean, 300 is a work. Of yeah, art. It's on my list. Yeah. We'll get to it. That's a comic book. Frank mm-hmm. Miller. You know, and I, I was like wondering, I don't know if 300 stand, you know, holds up. I guess I'll talk about 300 now. <laughs> um, and I watched it like last month because I'm crazy. I watch movies over again. I was like, holy shit, this film really stands up. Yeah. And Gerard Butler's actually legitimately good in that film. And that's when I posted like, what right. happened to Gerard Butler? Right. Because he's, it, it's not just all abs and, and gore and visuals. I mean, it's that, but he's really good in it actually like he commands the screen and i was like whoa so yeah 300 that's another Zack snyder film actually that's the film that really put Zack snyder on the map yeah and made gerard butler a, a star uh, and what's great about that is it's you know it's a comic book from frank miller but it's based on actual mythology and history as mm-hmm. well yeah it's it's frank miller's version of that mythology and it's frank miller has a very specific 
graphic, has a very specific pencil, has a very specific way of lighting and coloring his books. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sin City is another example of a right. Frank Miller film uh, or comic book. Um, but the fact that he took Sin that, City made my list too, you bastard. <laughs> the first one. <laughs> the, he took that idea and he put that on, on a screen. Right. They and, do look visually stunning. Uh, I, well, I'm not a fan. Frank but. Miller directed Sin City. Yeah, he yeah, co-directed he, yeah, with Robert yeah. Rodriguez. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's right, with Robert Rodriguez. All right, go ahead. I kind of stole 300, so I'm going to That's okay, that's okay. So it's Scott Pilgrim. It's on my list. That's Scott Pilgrim, fun, that movie. The World. So that's like an anime manga I comic. I loved that movie. Michael it's Edgar Cera. Wright. Oh, sorry, Edgar, Edgar Wright is the director. Is the director. Yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah, yeah, the... the the style of the comic book is kind of magnet. Yeah, I was never into the comic book, but I love the movie. Uh, I mean, the comic book is 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 so indie nerdy. Oh yeah, yeah, I've got all. Yeah, I, every, I actually every haven't issue. read that comic. Um, I have them in hardback. Um, it, it's such a phenomenal read. It's one of those that you'll turn a page and you can study a picture and there's 10,000 little things in that picture that are getting thrown at you and are different little messages and all that sorts of stuff. For example, uh, even in, in, in the film, um, Scott Pilgrim plays it an anti-hero. He, he never in the entire film, he doesn't make a single decision until the like climax. The end, yeah. yeah. In the climax, he makes a decision. He gets the extra life and he gets to beat the bad guy. Um, but Edgar Wright is so phenomenal as a director, and, and and there's so many things thrown into every aspect of that film. And I've had friends that watch it and go, "I didn't get it. It 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 was just ridiculous." Oh, really? oh my wife and I love that film. But yeah, thank God she loves it. You can watch that film a hundred times and a hundred times, gonna d- get, learn something new. It's so fast paced. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's funny about that film is it got great reviews and it absolutely bombed it essentially killed michael Cera's career it bombed at the box office yeah. and now it's kind of considered a cult, cult classic, classic. Yeah. um and it's got so many great cameos from like chris evans jason schwartzman uh, yeah freaking larson uh brandon ruth oh yeah, yeah. Brie larson before she was like anyone famous Anything, yeah right. when Such she was still a, a pop movie. star yeah I love that movie. That's great. It was on my list too. It was much lower, but it's a very enjoyable film. And also it's filmed like a comic book. Oh yeah. It does it, it really so is. well. Yeah. It's like, it literally is like from the page to the screen. Yeah. I like All right. Let's see. Okay. Next for me is Kick-Ass. One of my okay. favorite, oh, favorite Kick-Ass. movies. It's a, it's a comic book. There's actually I several of no them. no idea. Yeah. Um, it's Kick-Ass. Did it even Miller. make your list? Yeah. No, it did not. Any relation to Frank Miller, by the way? Is it his son no, or no, no relation? No relation. Yeah, because it's Mark Miller. Yeah, uh, I think one is, is Miller and the other is Millar. Yeah, that's what's funny. That's what drew my attention at first. I thought it was like Frank Miller's son or something. Yeah, I um, wish. The comic book is good. The movie is way better I to me. That's Matthew Vaughn. It's uh, so did, fun. Oh, it's so good. Um, I love it. Obviously, it's it gave funny. us funny. it gave us Hit Girl. Yeah. Nicholas Cage is Big Daddy. He was great. Oh, I love that movie. The music, the soundtrack, and that's another one that kind of pushes boundaries. It's very hard R. Mm. You know, they made a second one. I wish that had been really successful as well. I liked it. Yeah. I didn't um, mind yeah. it, but. But it really gave the world Aaron Taylor Johnson and Chloe Grace Moretz. Yeah. It's a, and also, it's such a great story. Like, mm-hmm. ordinary people can 
be superheroes. Yeah. <laughs> he's just got this like scuba outfit and like batons, you know. But then yeah, it's because a great he gets... message, they want to do something. Yeah, but then because he gets run over and he's basically his entire body is held together by like steel, then he oh, becomes yeah. like impenetrable. And and it did. There are groups, especially like in Portland, of superhero uh, oh, watch who took to the streets yada, yeah, yeah. yeah who took to the streets <laughs> and hilarious. saved yeah. some cats and et cetera, like, et cetera. yeah vigilantes <laughs> i know it's, it's crazy well there's that guy he's kind of famous who dresses up as batman and goes around you know like helping people and i think he got like mugged or something <laughs> <laughs> anyway guy. all right man anyway that's kick-ass i love that film to pieces all right my 21 this is a little bit of a cheat but it is based off of a comic book oblivion is it? The yeah. Tom Cruise movie? Really? Tom Cruise movie, yeah. I yeah, like yeah. that film. That's a comic book? It's an amazing film. It is. He wrote it as a comic book and he started pitching it to the studios. Who, the director? The director. Joseph Krasinski? Yeah, director wow. slash writer. He started pitching it to the to the studios and that's how he got attention for it. So it's super obscure comic book. Um, it Like trying to find them on eBay as an arm and a leg because they, they literally only produced enough to go to the different studios and try to get I had no idea. That is an interesting film because when I saw it in the theater, I was like, eh, it's okay. And it's a film that ages like a fine wine. Oh, it yeah. gets better and better. It's really enjoyable. Yeah. I should have put Edge of Tomorrow on my list because that's a comic book. Is it's that on mine. your list? Okay, it's good. I, I love Oblivion. I have major if issues with the female actress in that film. Oh, but I love Olga, the story. The, or, yeah. the, the Russian. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really don't like her. She's really? not a great actress. I, I really didn't like She's her. Gorgeous, she, like she but... took away from the screen. That's how bad really? I thought she was. I having said that, despite that, I loved the film. Well, it's a visually stunning yeah. film. Yeah. With an incredible soundtrack from M eighty three and just an always reliable, solid performance from yeah. Cruz. Yeah. That's great. But otherwise it is kind of stock and standard in terms of its plot and story. But I had no idea it was a comic book. Yeah. Anyway, it was your book. choice, so I'll let you talk about the film for a little bit. <laughs> uh, I mean, Jessica Chastain was going to be Olga's character. And I like She, went she off would have been do, way better. Yeah. She went off to do uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Um, See, I adore her as an yeah. actress. I think yeah, she's yeah, phenomenal. That yeah. would have been... I agree, that would have been better. What I liked about Olga is she studied so much. She went on the... Uh, whatever it's called, that plane that goes up and... Thro and um, Zero gravity plane. Yeah, I forget. It's got a specific name. Um, the barf comet or something. Yeah, oh, yeah, I've heard yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and then she um, studied space and every aspect of it in order to get herself right. Unfortunately, it didn't really help her. No, I agree with Miss Money Annie. I, I found her very. She's gorgeous, but I found her very like. And, Honestly, of anyone he's ever acted opposite, I just found zero chemistry. Like yeah. it seemed acted, yeah. with, with which him usually does not. Right. Now yeah. the other girl who has yeah. had an odd career, and Andrea Riceborough, she was good in that. I really liked her. You know, do you make an effective team? You know, right, like, right, I like right. Melissa Leo, who was the voice, the yeah. computer. Right. She was good. Anyway, that's, anyway, I liked it. That's funny. I had no idea that was a comic book. Yep. Um. Okay. Good. Cool Next for me. Yeah, it was a good choice. Next for me, uh, Avengers Infinity War. Oh, um, is that, that's on your list, right? Second it's number two. Okay, good. So it's not number one for me, but it's right up on my list because it's everything you want out of a Marvel movie. Because these Marvel movies are films that you don't have to take seriously, but they're just so enjoyable. And then it kind of transcended that with that freaking ending and with the villain in Thanos. Yeah. That's what elevated Avengers Infinity War to... Uh, 
a whole new level for me. I mean, when I saw it in the theater, I remember I was... Danny and I were speechless. Yeah, we... Oh, well, I was sitting yeah. next to you. Yeah. We were like, all spe- speechless. Yeah. I mean, Spider-Man, like, I don't feel so good, you know? I don't want to die. Yeah, like... Oh my God, we were just like so. We we, we had to sobbing. go. We had to go see it. I think Danny and I went and saw it the, the same, next day, like the next day yeah. or the, the wow. same day in the evening. And I've seen it probably a, you know ten times since, and it's like almost a three hour movie. And then Josh Brolin, I mean, what a payoff with Thanos! Oh my God, because they could have screwed that up. Oh my God, yeah, Josh Brolin. He there's a teaser of him in Avengers at the end credits. You know, yeah. Like, 10 years before yeah, that. Right. I remember that. He just knocked it out of the park. He is the protagonist of the movie, essentially. The first, the first three minutes when he beats the snot out of Hulk, Hulk. I was sold. Yeah. I was like, this is the greatest thing that yeah. ever happened to me. Yeah. And you're, the, you're not the only one <laughs> cursed with knowledge. You know? The comedic relief they constantly give with things like, you know, Thor versus um, Star-Lord, oh, yeah. that yeah, whole yeah. scene, and, every, you know, um, Doctor Strange and Iron Man at the beginning, where right, he's like, right. don't embarrass me in front of the wizard. Yeah. And all these lines <laughs> that are just so good, and them all intermingling. I, I, I listed it as my favorite movie of last year because it yeah. was the only movie I walked away so blown away. I mean, so it was blown away. Was it 2008? 2018? 2018? Yeah, beginning of yeah, the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 right, years, a decade right. later. It was such high entertainment value. So and then it elevated it with, you know, with the Thanos as the villain. And then that ending, like, just blew everyone away. And we know it's a cliffhanger. And we know a lot of those people are going to come back. They have to. You, well, we know because they've already come out. They've just greenlit a, a Doctor Strange 2. Yeah, so we totally. I don't know. I loved it. To me, it's it's the equivalent of reading Game of Thrones and knowing the Red Wedding is going to happen. Right. And then watching it. Because I knew this snap was going to happen. I, knew, I didn't. Yeah. No idea. We've read it's Infinity in yeah. Conquest. That's why Infinity I was like, War. what? Yeah. And the Encauntlet. I, I have I mean, those comics. 80s, 88, yeah. 89, yeah. something like that. So those are based on comics. Obviously, that's, they took liberties. Awesome. But yeah. it's a very famous, well-known comic series. That's right. amazing. But still watching it, still watching it, I was like, oh my God. And you're right, so Miss Money and everyone gets their due. The everyone. Guardians of the Galaxy, Gamora, Star Lord, yep. Doctor Strange, Iron Man, Spider Man. Everyone is so good in their own right. It, it's fantastic. So I loved it. And I loved it so much. And I guess I didn't like The Last Jedi so much that this year, my most anticipated movie is Avengers yep. oh. uh, Endgame over. Episode nine of Star Wars, one hundred percent. Which for yeah. me is yeah, but I am a hardcore yeah. Star, Wars Star Wars junkie. Uh, I, I mean, look at my apartment. I, I have Star that. Wars yeah, yeah. everywhere. So for him to say that, yeah, yeah, like I, I love Marvel, but Star Wars is always above. And I, I was like, holy shit, I'm more excited. I mean, look, I think JJ will bring it back. I do. I have hope for him because Force Awakens was incredible. But right now, Endgame. Yeah. Oh, I think I, that's going to be the highest-grossing movie of all time. I, I, believe. Hope so. I hope it beats Avatar. Oh, it that's might. A, that's all I'm asking. We'll see. I mean, uh, trust me, I want something to dethrone Avatar, but it will probably be <laughs> James Cameron with Avatar 2. <laughs> <laughs> that film made nearly $3 billion. So it, it's... Yeah. I mean, well, I, well that, it was also the rewatchability because people went back to watch that thing four times. Well, I'm talking about Avatar right now. No, that's what made, I mean. Oh, oh Avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went back to watch it three times in the in theater. In the theater, yeah. 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 a once in a lifetime experience yeah. without a doubt you know it doesn't hold up so well at home but in the theater in 3d it. it was incredible 
Giant Smurfs. <laughs> I, I actually, Come on. I actually like that film, but yes, I, I don't revere it. it like everyone else. I, but I understand why it made what it made. Because you didn't, you hadn't seen it in Flip. You can't lie to yourself. Did you see it in IMAX? Dances in, with Smurfs. But did you see it in IMAX in yeah. 3D? Had you ever seen anything it. like that? I right. thought it was beautiful. No, the, 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 like, the, did you leave? Like, the that opening, was a, the scene when he hasn't even arrived, when he's on the ship and he's getting out of the berth and you can see all the way down the ship and you suddenly realize that it's 3D but in the opposite oh, yeah. direction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you see that death perception that and my mind was yeah. just blown No, I away. saw it three or four times um in the theater in imax and also i remember when i worked um doing shows at costco and they had these huge yeah, tvs yeah, yeah. and i and i did that for like a you know a year or so traveling all around america it's the one time i remember where just hundreds of people would park by yeah. the tvs and watch avatar wow. like hundreds yeah. all the kids would just sit the visuals there. Like, were unheard of. i mean this is something different we've completely gone on a tangent but i love it <laughs> yeah let's go okay my friend what do you got next number 20 constantine that didn't make my list. That's but, uh, a comic book? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I only, what's interesting is I've been told to watch that, um, and I just watched it like four or five months ago. It's a decent time. film. Creepy uh, as hell. I so, loved it. Well, it's based on actually the Hellblazer comics. Right. Um, it's very I Brit liked it. So it's very British. So in England, people were outraged that Keanu Reeves played John Constantine. Right. Because uh, he's a Cockney Londoner. Actually, Keanu didn't do a bad job. I, I loved his it's performance. It's a decent film. When when I was making that list, I started rewatching some of these films, and I rewatched it. Um, I love. Funny, I just saw it last year again. Too. I love that weird Christian mythology, mm -hmm. um, meaning demons and angels yeah. fighting on earth well that's my t favorite type of tv shows like supernatural i'm a nerd as, right, as far as they right. come so and and lucifer and all these things so i really enjoyed it the cat who plays lucifer i forget his name david morse man my he god knocks it out of the park and then you've got okay. tilda swinton as gabriel right gavin rostell the lead singer of bush that's right is a is a demon that was funny right uh, and awesome. uh, the girl is what's her name rachel weiss, rachel weiss. Yeah. and it's so rewatchable you can watch that i, I think i've watched that film seven or eight yeah. times i don't love it as much as you guys i've seen it two i don't or three love times. it i'd say i like it it's enjoyable again yeah. i grew up what uh reading the hellblazer comic yeah. john constantine he's very british you know so it's i mean i like and i i'm a big fan of keanu but that did kind of take away from it a bit right. but it is a cool movie right. you know it is a cool movie uh, so i'll let you have it i re <laughs> no it's okay i respect that you have it on the list <laughs> all right good so the next one i had was spider-man 2 because for me, that's the, the second Spider-Man. Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi, Tobey Maguire. That one, to me, still holds up as one of the best well, superhero that movies. the one with... Doc Ock is the bad Doc guy. Doc Ock, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Alfred, yeah, <laughs> she flayed her arms. Alfred Molina yeah. as Doc Ock, who's one of the best villains. Uh, Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst, that's where it's the big reveal. She yeah. finds out he is, Peter Parker is Spider-Man. That's right. That's the one I love that yeah. I can go back to. I, I love that movie. The first one, I respect it and I can enjoy it. But the second one, um, I think really holds up and stands to the test of time. I can see you have some thoughts on it. Well, my 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 angst with the Sony Spider-Man, those, those three films and even the future films, is that they kept taking these bad guys and... Um, uh, in in the film industry, they call it saving the cat, where the bad guy's got some good. They, he's doing something for some good reasons, and he's 
you know, by the end of the film, they try to fix him or they try to make him better. Work. Yeah, but hold on. Doc Ock was like that in the comic books. No. Yes, he was. He was a professor and a scientist that, like, took uh, Peter Parker under him as a protege before. No, that was Lizard Man. Doc. No. <laughs> Lizard Man too. <laughs> the Doc Ock and, and Spider-Man have always, always battled and always pretty much hate when doc finally finds out that spider-man is peter parker he can't believe it like it it, it crushes him huh. this goofy kid's been this beating him up this is the best note out i've ever seen <laughs> the way you guys are looking it. at each other it's amazing well, but they did the same thing with play sandman the, uh, the spider-man they game did... no i didn't you haven't played the computer game <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> i mean doc Ock features heavily there and he again he kind of takes peter parker under his wing maybe it's more of a modern take on him from the movies than the comic books. I don't know. I always thought that there was to me they more they, they just did that too many times. The, I, the I Sony verse did that. Too. They did that with Sandman. They did that with the Lizard. And I, but you know, I was they like, do it oh, a lot in God. many movies. They now. try and give the villain yeah. some empathy. Yeah. But I will say, even if they did it so many times, I think they did it right with Doc Ock. It's all awesome. I, I think that's where they did it. Oh, well. the other thing that catches that that I couldn't stand was the taking off the face mask so when he's saving the train you don't like that scene that I, it's scene a is like it's a wonderful scene it's a beautiful fans. scene it's an incredible all the new yorkans when spider-man is he like finally stops dead. the train yeah. and he's all messed up and they pick him up they walk him back he's just a kid but his face is is showing and to me especially in a modern age in in the comic books when spider-man finally did reveal who he was uh this is in civil war the first one uh not the film the comic book um it, it made nerds. i love it it made <laughs> national news right it, it was massive it was like oh my god spider-man gets revealed and all the bad guys immediately went after his family and friends yeah but they keep the secret they said they'll keep the secret the, the, the New Yorkers and the bus, because they save okay. them. They said they'll keep the secret. Okay, buddy. <laughs> Welcome and to anyway, So you, you're not a fan of that film much, I no, can tell. The funny thing list. is even Spider-Man 3, which is a hot mess, was the highest grossing of all those three <laughs> How films. Funny. That's what's so funny. Um, but anyway, Venom. I love Spider-Man 2. It, it's okay. Each to their own. What do you got next? All right. My number 19, V for Vendetta. Is it on my Ooh, list? I well, like see, I don't movie. love we just this movie. It recently. I don't love the movie as much as other people, which is odd because the comic book by Alan Moore yeah. is one of my all-time favorites. Now they take a lot of liberties with the film. Oh yeah. Um, but Natalie Portman is great, mm -hmm. and Hugo Weaving is awesome as V. Um, it's your pick, so I'll let you talk about it. The film's good, but yeah. I don't love it. Um, like you were saying, Alan Moore famously hates his films. Uh, oh, he does? Oh, yeah. I, I didn't know that. Primarily because they're mediums that uh, weren't meant to be projected. I mean, the comic book is like a masterpiece. It's phenomenal. Yeah. And and he takes his writing very seriously. God, I had mint copies of V for Vendetta. Oh. So he didn't produce the film. He just wrote the comic book. Right. right. He, so he then hates it when they're produced into The films. Wachowskis. Right. Produced it. The guys mm, who did The Matrix. That's right. So yeah. he's working for a publisher. Right. So the publisher owns the rights. So he then sells it to the movie company. And the publishers sell it to the film industry. Right. right. Um, he gets paid a buttload. Of course. He but, just doesn't like it. Yeah. Similar he's, he's to like Stephen fan. King doesn't like it either particularly. The Shining. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, he hates it. And it's yeah. revered as one of the best movies of all time. It's so funny. 
But the interesting thing about V for Vendetta is that in the in the film, more in the comic book more than in the film, and he's trying to communicate this concept of of it's okay to oppose power, right? And right. power yeah. is you going really to get, get out that. of hand, and you you've got to stand up at some point and oppose it. And somebody's got to do this, yeah. Um, and it when it's his go insane. Yeah, it's his animal farm. It's his nineteen eighty five. Yeah. It's his equilibrium. Reminds me of the same kind of thing. Right, huh? right. So See, it's... the comic book was just so much more profound to me. Right. And they tried to make it very mm. actiony and stuff in the film, and I guess that's what bothered me. Although Evie, played by Natalie Portman, she did a great yeah. job. Right. Um, so that that was his big beef on it. Is as soon as you project it on film, as soon as you make it a superhero story, more mm. or less then it's going to take away a little bit from that message. The message. Although I did get that message when I watched the movie. I right. absolutely got right. that that's all he was about. Well, we saw it was... on the uh, 5th of November. Yeah. And actually, I enjoyed it quite yeah. a bit more than I remember because it's a film I've only seen maybe two or three times because yeah. I'm not a fan. Because to me, it just, it, it's got nothing on the comic book. Right. The comic book is just so much better. Makes that's sense. cool. I'm glad you mentioned it because a lot of people love that movie. Yeah. And the I, comic I mean, the, book the, is a the, masterpiece. The... If you've never read the comic book and you've only watched the film, read the comic book. If if you haven't done either, watch the film. Yeah. And I do love that they never reveal who he is, just like in the comic oh, book. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That is they really don't cool. Don't reveal who he is. I do love that. Who cares about his star power? Okay, so then the next one on my list is just pure entertainment value, but it's entertainment value of the highest order, which is Guardians of the Galaxy. I love that. I love it. And what I love about it is I had never even heard of Guardians of the Galaxy. As a total nerd, you probably had. Oh, yeah. But I hadn't. And it was a very obscure, unknown comic book that had a hardcore following of small, like, fan base. Super nerds. And they made a real leap of faith with James Gunn as an unknown director. You know, Chris Pratt, who wasn't a star at he the wasn't, time. Really. from You know, Parks and Recreation. And they just made this film that was so unique you so know with the music funny. the soundtrack so funny so entertaining created the whole that. world I, I i'm so sad what's happened with james gunn because i want to see more of that world and i mean the second one i love too but the first one is fantastic and those characters i mean they made you love a a twi- you know a, a oh. twig that says <laughs> you know i am Groot. tony bought me a group for my birthday yeah. two years ago rocket and star lord and gamora and drax i mean oh my god you know uh, so good i love it I, I i absolutely adore guardians of the galaxy i've still never read a single comic book oh good it. god i haven't there you is have. there is a a comic book um tv show called deadly class on sci-fi right now uh episode four but it's written by a gentleman. it's written by a gentleman <laughs> named rick redeemer redeemer redimer okay um but rick wrote um a group of books called annihilation okay and annihilation is the true space everything that's going on he rewrote drax he rewrote all the different guardian characters and they played big characters in this massive war for example thanos is is not the main bad guy He's he's a throwaway bad guy. That that's how deep annihilation gets. It it destroys the Nova Corps in the first series. It, wow! It's in, it's one of the best. Com- Do you love it? Huh? That book reintroduced Guardians of the Galaxy. So Guardians came after that, and it's super obscure. Like 
you've got to be a pretty big nerd in order to know Rocket Raccoon, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> right. um, I'm not saying I'd never heard of it, but I'd never read. Right. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to spend $5 on a comic yeah. book um, about a raccoon. You love the tree. movie, right? Oh, the, it's on your list? It's, it, it is okay, on my good. list. It's yeah. number nine on my list. Because okay, um, okay. otherwise, I mean. <laughs> the so other fun. thing that I thought was really interesting about it is they, they um, and I don't know. Harry Potter 3, when Harry Potter Prisoner 3 of Azkaban? came out. Uh, yeah, Prisoner yeah. of Azkaban comes out. Um, and um, the original director, the, the the other two, decides he can't he can't uh, direct all eight of them because he's got young children. And Chris he's gonna, Columbus. Yeah. He's going to lose the next seven or eight years of his child's upbringing. And so he, he drops Steps that down, project. Yeah. Um, Warner Brothers goes crazy trying to find one. They finally end up with Adolfo Garant. And Adolfo, even though that's the lowest grossing Harry Potter, blows oh, that film out of the park. He yeah. rewrites the entire universe. Mm -hmm. He changes the way everything is done. And I think, I want to say that this is what Disney stole from Warner Brothers, mm. um, is this concept of building universes, finding directors that are super passionate, mm. And and that's the only way I can justify giving James Gunn a hundred million and letting yeah. him go to town. Well, and Guardians of the Galaxy is the first introduction of Josh Brolin mm -hmm. as Thanos. Yeah, you know, Correct. so which really sets it up. Anyway, I love that movie; it's phenomenal. What you got now? Number eighteen is Wonder Woman. I don't know if Wonder Woman made my list. I Let love me see. Wonder no, Woman. and I enjoyed Wonder Woman. Let's see. No, it didn't even make my list. Uh, and I, like, I actually love, liked love, it. Love, love, love. See, I didn't Wonder love Woman. It. I yeah. saw it in the theater. Was blown away, and I've seen it twice since. Well, look, I was, and it, I mean, whatever. It's not a sexist thing at all. I was just never a fan, particularly of Wonder Woman. Um, and so the film, no, but I mean, I just, just I don't know. It wasn't on my radar. <laughs> just gonna push um, that. You know, there's plenty of female superhero characters oh, totally. I love, but for some reason she was never on my radar. Um, so when I watched the film, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Like I thought, okay, this was better than I thought, I but it. I didn't love it. That scene in No Man's Land. is incredible. I loved Amazing. it. Yeah. Literally chokes me up. I've watched yeah. the film four times, and five but times. Their Her chemistry with Chris Pine was unreal. Was, and that's why I'm so happy they're bringing him back. I don't know how, but they're bringing him back. Right. Having said that, it is it is far from a perfect film. It's kind of forgettable to me. I'm sorry, but it is. like Tony. That's why it, it was an enjoyable throwaway. How movie the entire sequence the battle sequences I just on the greek island at the beginning alone are freaking awesome the yeah. training sequences are amazing then the the war scenes amazing the entire all the in interchanges with the little secretary right, right. are adorable a lot of people loved it it was I it was a solid film. entertaining film Look, I can only select so many, and that's why I, I didn't, because it was I think okay. Some of the faults within that film are it's a World War One historical piece, and by the end of it, she kills Ares. But we all know that World War Two is just a couple years away. Right. So obviously she didn't... Really kill the God of War. Or, or if she did, you know, something's very wrong there. And yeah. then... Well, mankind are just dicks. But the, the premise of the film is mankind aren't just dicks. Right. <laughs> it's all Ares' no, fault. It it's all Ares' fault. Holes. But she yeah. kills Ares and then nothing changes. So are mankind just a bunch of dicks? Um, and then, and then so there's that. And uh, yeah, definitely far from a perfect film. Right. Um, it was badass. Out of all the 
DC, especially the DC Universe films, yes. it's definitely my It's favorite. up there. I, I don't disagree with that. She, I mean, although that isn't very hard to accomplish. But look, she was surprisingly better than I thought. Because at first it's like, they just picked the super hot, you know, supermodel. No, but she was surprisingly good. I loved her chemistry with Chris Pine. And it had some action sequences, especially the No Man's Land. And you're right, on the island with the uh, Amazons, mm-hmm. which were pretty badass. Uh, but it wasn't wonderful. And is it okay if we move on? Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Um, all right. So next on my list um, is X-Men Days of Future Past. Oh, flunk. I, you don't like that movie? <laughs> okay. So look, the X-Men. The between them well, just now. Well, Epic. here's the thing. The X-Men films really haven't gotten their due because... I love those movies. I, well, I, yeah. do, I don't, but X-Men Days Stick of Future Past, out. I but, love but it. But I, I didn't read the comics, so what? I'm just somebody watching a yeah. cool movie. Hold on, I don't know if Flip's against me or with me. Where's it on your list? It's not. Okay, good. So you're not a fan of it at all. Refuse. Okay, really? Days, Which one's Days of Future Days of Future Past? Past is the one that brought X-Men back and made it really popular again. That's the one where Wolverine goes back in time. Oh, yeah, and it's got Quicksilver, that incredible slow motion sequence with Quicksilver. Oh, that was cool. It's Michael yeah. Fassbender as I a like, young I Magneto, like and then it's uh, you know Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart as the older. I kind of remember X. enjoying the earlier ones. The more, younger and older. Anyway. Well, Days of X Men: Days of Future Past to me was pure popcorn entertainment. It brought the X Men movies back. Um, I'll do it now because I have quite a few on my list. My favorite X Men film is still X Two. Did that even make your list? No. So did any of the X-Men not movies? Not even okay, Logan. Oh, so you're just, he does you're not, just not like even them. a fan of X-Men. Oh, yeah, but see, I'm, you're kidding me. I'm the biggest that's fan. That's probably of why. You just don't like any of the movies. So every any time I watch the movies, it's like... It's you get like, upset. Yeah, it's like being, you know... Are you serious? Oh, he doesn't yeah. feel it's they like did, my, were you don't done like justice. My uh, child, Jackman as Wolverine? My, oh, I hate him. I, Are you I can't serious? Oh, now I gotta say I'm surprised. I love him. No, no, no. So like, you're not even a fan of Logan. A whiny Wolverine. Oh, oh I want to slap the guy. Are Ugh. you serious? This yeah. is interesting. He's played it nine times. Okay, so look, I, I agree that they haven't made an amazing X-Men movie. I do agree. Um, X-Men is kind of hit and miss to me. I'm not a big fan of the first one, but I loved Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Are you kidding me? Hugh I loved Jackman it. As Wolverine. And the second one, I'll just talk about them now. I, I, Six foot tall. It, well, it, goes, it goes so much more into. Actually, they do like tricks for the camera to make <laughs> him look try. short. They try. Yeah. yeah. But they, I mean, the second one I love because it really goes into his backstory and yeah. I really enjoy it. And there's Nightcrawler in it, who I thought was awesome. And then they did the third one, which was terrible. Ugh. And then they did X-Men First Class with the young cast, James like, McAvoy like and Michael Bass. 1960s X-Men. Which was okay. And then they did Days of Future Past, which is still my favorite I really like that one. I love how they mix the old cast with the young cast. And um, I I don't know. I mean, clearly we're not on the same page on Wolverine. Wolverine's one of my all-time favorite characters. And I think Hugh Jackman nails him. In the comic book, Days of Future Past, it's the the apocalypse. The mutant apocalypse has happened. Sentinels are now running the entire show. And there's these two uber-powerful mutants. There's the daughter of Jean Grey and Scott Summers. Her name is Rachel. And there is the son of Sue and uh, the Fantastic Force kid. This uh, is in the comics. This is in the yeah. comics. And these two kids are Omega-class mutants. And these two kids figure out a way to pop back. I love this. <laughs> pop That's back amazing. in time. Yeah. Uh, but they don't bring Wolverine back. Wolverine's dead. Yeah. Um, they bring back Kitty Pride. Okay. And Kitty, 
who is a kid in the original one. Yeah, ones, and he's trying to hold some interest. Now has, no, I'm fascinated by this. She now has to guide the X-Men into doing the right thing and to not killing So basically one. what you're saying is totally different. Oh, yeah. One, oh, yeah. 100%, it's totally different. 100%. Well, look, here's the truth. I read the X-Men comics, but I wasn't the biggest fan of the comics. In America, X-Men comics are huge. That's probably like, why. Like huge, huge, huge. In Europe and in England, they weren't as big. I don't know why they weren't. But Wolverine has always been, ever since I was a kid, one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, anyway, look. Um, I X- love this diversity X2, of opinion. Well, it's okay. I'm, just, I'm surprised right, right. that. Yeah, but X2, I really love. I, I still enjoy that film a lot. Um, Days of Future Past, I find it highly enjoyable. And then I'll just say it now. Logan, I love Logan. He loves Logan. It's very somber. I'm eh on Logan. It's it's a very somber, but X-23 I thought was incredible, the girl. I I mean, clearly you're not a fan of Hugh Jackman at all as the character. So there, it's dead for you already. I just think he... I think he's so good. I didn't like uh, X-Men Origins much or the Wolverine much, but um, Logan, I thought, was fantastic. I, I thought Patrick Stewart was heartbreaking yeah, he was, as he Professor X in it. But anyway, obviously, I won't. Oh, no, I mean, no. Clearly, I, you didn't I, like I, it. <laughs> I, I agree with you. Uh, Patrick Stewart was incredible. The Caliban scenes, um, the goofy X Machina, we just brought in a young Wolverine comes out of nowhere, and the young Wolverine is now. X 23 is in the comics. No, son, the droid Wolverine, the, the Wolverine that kills the old oh, Wolverine. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, but if you've ever read Old Man Logan, yes, uh, which is incredible, Frank Miller book, one of the it's greatest, based on that comic book, okay. one of the greatest, greatest, greatest comic series of all time. It's it's a, a totally different apocalypse has happened. Wolverine has been um, mind bucked and and recon- I don't know if I can say that. Yeah, but you can I, swear. Absolutely. I just said it. Um, R-rated. You said mind bucked, by the way. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's that buck. But That's anyway, <laughs> he's been mind-bucked into thinking that all of the bad guys, I mean, all of the X-Men are um, are all the bad guys. And right. he kills every single one of them. Um, so he kills, and they don't want to fight him because he's their brother. He's their teammate. So he ends up killing every, all the X-Men. And then he realizes that he just killed all the X-Men. And then, so he... Uh, closes up his claws and he refuses to pop them again. And without the X Men, the rest of the world just goes to shit. This is dark. Oh, it's the, it's it's a crazy dark. Yeah, it's a great series. comic book. Um, and then it's basically how he has to get out of this whole mess. Um, right. He has a debt owed to. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, you got to read the books. Okay, I will. <laughs> You will? <laughs> I will. Why All right, not? let's move on because we've got a lot to go through here. Um, but anyway, I love uh, I loved some of those specific X-Men ones I love, and I had to mention them. Um, let's see. It's You're next. Number uh, 17 for me, Batman 1989, Tim Burton. It's on my list. It's right at the bottom because when that film came out, it was groundbreaking. Tim Burton, Michael Keaton, it, Jack Nicholson's Joker. It's so cheesy now. I'm sorry, I find it so cheesy. Really? It's your pick. I'll let you talk about it. I watched it again last year. I've seen it several times. Look, when I was a kid, I saw it in the theater. It was the best thing I'd ever seen. Um, it is so lame to me now. I'm sorry. Really? really? Oh, my God. So hammy. <laughs> but go ahead. Um, I think it's Tim Burton at his finest. He's not... 
in by the second and in 1989 i agree right by the second film he got a little way, way too far with see i love Penguin. the second one but the yeah. first one he's still trying to make us a, a more or less serious batman film but it to me i just watched it uh three weeks ago for this list it to me it is just so funny and and I finally understood, for example, I finally understood Alfred's premise, and it even carries through into the Nolan films, where I didn't get why Alfred was constantly trying to stop Bruce Wayne from being Batman. Right. And finally, I got it after watching it. Um, in this film, Joker creates Batman by killing his parents, which is not comic book, but anyway. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> um, and then Batman... Um, accidentally puts him into the vat of acid and creates the Joker. So it's evil begets evil begets evil begets evil. And that's Alfred's point of view. It's like, dude, you've got to realize what's going on and you've got to stop this. Right. And I didn't, until I saw it and knew, I didn't quite get that. And he's his protector, you know? Right, right. I mean, he is his, like, godparent. Yeah, essentially. Um, is like, all he's got left. <laughs> um, no, look, I, here's, don't get me wrong. So when I was a child, my father took me out to see that in the theater. It, it was incredible. I had the comic books. I had the lunchbox. I mean, I, I saw that movie a dozen times yeah. in the 90s. I thought it was amazing. I mean, Jack Nicholson's Joker was like the pinnacle of Joker until Heath Ledger blew it out the water. And no one thought that would happen. Right. It's just a film that doesn't age well. Uh, and, and that said, I've seen it twice in the last couple of years. And then I, there's moments of enjoyment, but I find it really cheesy. The scene where where um, Batman and Joker are finally at the top of the tower, and they're arguing about who made who. Yeah. And Batman um, says, "You made me first. And then, or, or Joker says, "You made me," and Batman says, "You made me first. And Joker's like, what? Are you a kid? <laughs> and I didn't afraid? like that they killed the Joker. Yeah. I didn't like yeah. that they did that. Anyway, it made my list because it was so iconic of the time. I it really it. was. It was fantastic. Loved it, loved it, loved it. All right, we'll move on. The Avengers. I just saw The Avengers again last week. I love I The Avengers. I love The Avengers. It's so funny. I was wondering if it would hold up. It totally does. And it really does. It's, number one, she's right. The tongue-in-cheek humor it's that so now good. has become a staple of all these Marvel movies, I think really came from The it Avengers. Did. It was a bit it in really Iron did. Man oh, and I some agree. of the others. I agree 100%. Then, the you, know, the, you know, the guy like, you know, when uh, Nick Fury comes in and he leaves and the guy goes back to playing Space right, Invaders right, or something. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, and of course, puny God with Thor and Loki, so you know, you know, um, oh, and that whole scene with uh, Hulk knocks yeah. Thor right, out of the right, frame right. or the end credit so scene good. where they're just all eating shawarma. It's all quiet. Year. Yeah. You know, the best. so it's so funny. But then Loki. Yeah. That, this is where he's you amazing. forget that in. He is an in, ass. A is the evil villain, he's but bad. in He's um, the one that lets Thor, them all through. Right. But in Thor, he was kind of a throwaway villain. Yeah. But in. Avengers, like he said, you loved Loki. Yeah. You know, he was so good. And then, uh, what's his name? Agent um, that they eventually, Phil Coulson. Coulson, yeah. Fantastic. And then this is where you see them all come together. And there are, there are battle sequences in New York where mm -hmm. the camera just moves around all of them. That's that so thrilling. Yeah. The, the first fight with Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor in the forest. Right, right. Incredible. Anyway, so I hadn't seen it. 
I saw it maybe three times in the theater, and then I watched it a couple times. I've probably seen it a dozen times, but I hadn't seen it for whatever reason in a couple of years. Yeah. And I was like, Wonder if it's as good. So and I watched good. it like, yeah, I just as I said, a few like weeks ago. Eight like, months ago. I just, I, it was so enjoyable. Right. I loved it. It's definitely number one on my list. Oh, uh, it is? Oh, absolutely. Okay, good. Absolutely. And it does, it almost deserves to be, I guess these other films have, I don't know, there's something a cut above in terms of resonance, but I'm kind of glad that it's number one on your list. For me, for a sequel to truly work, and and Avengers is a sequel. It's a sequel to all these other because films. Because they did Iron Man, they did Thor, they did Captain America. They it's even did bringing, Hulk. It's yeah. bringing all these different, and it's creating this universe. Imagine it could have either been a great success or a great failure. Right, I mean, right. It's incredible when it you look amazing. at it. I think, I think one of the amazing things... Um, um, for for a sequel to truly work, you've got to expand the universe enough where we, as the people watching it, can become active participants. We can believe that this is something that can happen. Right. Um, and and I think some directors manage this. Some directors are able to to get this. Like Shane Black's really good about that. Yeah. Where that where they're going to do a sequel to one of their films, and their adventures was uh, Joss Whedon, right? Yeah. So they're going to get the, the, the basic chewing blocks. They're going to bring in all the different actors and all the different key steps. But they also bring they also give life to each one of those characters. Yeah. Um, and, and I think they did it brilliantly. Joss Whedon wrote Astonishing X-Men, which uh, in, I want to say, early 2000s. So we knew that Joss Whedon could write comic books. Mm-hmm. Um and we knew that he could do assembles because he's done every, every yeah. other assemble well, on the planet. Buffy and his his comedy oh, yeah, Buffy and the Buffy, right. it's, so, it's yeah. fun, mm-hmm. funny because I I've I'm like a Buffy nerd. Yeah, I watched it like fifteen times all the way through. Yeah, uh, the comedy in Buffy, the tongue and cheek comedy, is very similar. Like yeah. he knows how to do this. Right, and Firefly it's an too. Inventor. Yeah. Right. yeah, it's You're, just this this great dry tongue and cheek comedy. Have you ever done Weed and Con? No. I would so do that. There is such a thing. It's in LA every year. It's in LA. Oh my god, I'll totally do that. I would totally last year was at I think it was at the Beverly Hills. Oh my god. I've got a lot more, so let's roll through this. Um, I'm glad that's number one for you, but uh, you're next. All right, because that was my pick, right? Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. Ghost in the Shell, number sixteen. Really? Uh, not the 2017. Oh, you're talking about the anime. Brain in a jar. Yeah. Okay, the anime is okay. I like the comic book. yeah, I'll let you talk. I, I don't know. I don't love it. And then Scar Joe, Scarlett Johansson, that no, 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 butchered the comic book. Just throw that out. You're the talking anime. about the, the animated the, movie from like 20 years ago. Right, right, right. It is 1995. Um, to to understand how how um, Th- these are manga comics, right? These yeah. are manga comics. Yeah. The, the key thing to understand about in a manga comic is they they use the entire Japanese art style, which is not action to action to action to action to action, uh, but it's it's sequential art. Hmm. So, for example, you've all seen that giant tidal wave uh, drawing. Mm-hmm. It's a very beautiful art piece. It's a giant wave, and in the background you see uh, the Japanese mountain, blah, 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 blah. It's, it's almost their flag. It, it's everywhere. Uh, the interesting thing about that drawing isn't necessarily the artistic beauty of that wave, is that there's a little ship that's right underneath it. Hmm. Um, and it's the sequential to sequential art that Japanese art is 
remarkable for. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you see ghosts in the shell, they're showing you these, the, the city becomes its own character. And it's trying to show the difference between a, a spiritual being that's stuck in a pretty much cyborg body who is trying to understand her humanity, even though she has none. Mm. And her observation is the city and the city is a mess, but it is her job to guard it and to protect it. And it's her whole contradiction. That's her whole. So I don't know from that point of view, watching ghost in the shell to me has always been uh, practically a religious experience. Really? Oh, I love that movie to death. I've watched that movie 50, 60 times easy. So in England, I remember when I got kind of introduced to manga, um, there were these two guys, the Zingle brothers kind of got me into manga comics and it was Akira and Ghost in the Shell. Right. And I liked Ghost in the Shell and Akira consumed me. Kind of like what you were saying. Uh, Akira is also on my list. So I'm obsessed with Akira. Yeah. um, And that's on my list too. And I, I have all the comic books. I've watched that movie 15 20 times that's the one that oh yeah i mean it's animated uh, like ghost in the shell and they've never uh done a live adaption of akira it would be so ambitious they're they're thinking about it they should i I think love it the comic books are like again the listeners can't see any but like it's like 10 volumes and each book is like 300 pages it's it's, an opus (laughs) you can't you can't miss any one chapter and you lose the story. Yeah, it's oh, no. so intricate and detailed. Uh, I, it, so Akira is my jam, although I do like Ghost in the Shell. It's just somehow that's the one that really hit me because I was introduced at the same time. No. So you love both, but you're more Ghost in the Shell. Akira is higher on my list oh, okay, than Ghost good. in the Shell. But Ghost in there the Shell... There is balance in the world. <laughs> but Ghost in the Shell definitely... It definitely turned... Like, after I watched Ghost in the Shell... I've watched so much anime because of Ghost in the Shell, like Psychopaths. And uh, I mean, I, I can get a whole list of yeah, super deep anime. Yeah, anime was an area I just never deep dived into. I don't know why. It's Akira for me, and I'm kind of happy with that. All right. But that's okay. That's cool. All right, good. So let's go. Um, so there's a couple of, I mean, look, I've got a lot more on my list. I'm going to do these three kind of together just because I have a lot more and we need to roll through it. Because mm-hmm. um, Marvel obviously tops this list a lot. Because right. that made so many enjoyable films. Right. But I'm really trying to look at comic book movies that resonate. So you've got like Captain America Civil War, which is a good film. It's got that incredible airport scene. But Captain America the Winter Soldier... Um, was another one of those Marvel films that kind of transcended a comic book movie because it was almost like this very tense spy political thriller. Uh, it was just really well done. So, uh, and the Winter Soldier was fantastic as a villain. Mm-hmm. Sebastian Stan, kind of an anti-hero. But bringing in Robert Redford as... Right, which is I, such a throwback to all those films he did, like right. Three Days of the Condor. Exactly. And, you know, all these political films. But so, but did the Winter Soldier make your list? It's number two. Okay, good. Yeah. So I like that one is wait because it kind of half me because like Civil War is so enjoyable, but it's such popcorn entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but the Winter Soldier really elevated itself as a movie, didn't it? Like, oh, absolutely. In, not just in terms of 
action, the intrigue and yeah. suspense. I, I mean, really that like elevator it. scene is so... The, the tension, the way it's staged is so good before we get started. Does anyone want to get out? <laughs> um, what I think is amazing about that is the Russo brothers. Um, That's number two on your list, huh? Who, before they did The Winter Soldier, had only directed Community. Um, That's right. They did Community, the TV show. Have you seen that? Oh, the so story good. goes that Steven Soderbergh, who's a friend of theirs, mm. went to their house, saw the vastness that is their comic book collection, and suggested these two cats to Marvel to direct one of their films. Oh, wow. And so then Marvel said, okay, well, you know, what do you guys got? And they spent two months, you know, every frame, every second, what's going to happen, the storyboarding the whole thing and creating the whole comic book. And Marvel was so impressed that they greenlit them for 200, you know, and now they did Infinity War and now they're going right. to do wow. uh, yeah. Endgame and the whole nine yards. But... Uh, I mean, yeah, I heard a podcast with them. They they are oh, freaking amazing geeks. guys. Yeah. And Such that makes sense because Community uh, is nonstop pop culture references. Right. Um, but anyway, oh, I, oh, oh. I, I love The Winter Soldier. Uh, the Winter Soldier. The scene where they're driving, uh, they've stolen the car and they're driving down the, the street and Black Widow asks him, where did Captain America learn how to steal a car? Do you remember that scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know where that's a reference from? No. Okay, super obscure. 1971 or 72 or something like that. There were these super cheesy Captain America films for TV. I actually saw those oh as gosh. a kid. And they were bad. <laughs> they were terrible. Uh, but in those films, for whatever reason, Captain America constantly steals cars uh, and he laughs about it like people funny. are like you stole my car and he's like ha ha, ha driving down the street. so funny. it's these tiny little references that are throwaways See, those are like but I'm to me to right they, they were like solid gold it's like oh yeah. my god oh, i mean they did yeah they did captain america there were these tv movies and there was a spider-man tv show oh, from the 70s have you watched that no it is so bad Oh, but you, you kind of have to watch it once. All right, what do you got next? My next one was Akira. Which we covered. Which, which we covered. Um, so what do you I, got I think the only thing I'm going to say in Akira is before Akira came out, um, the total amount of films, anime films that were produced the year before it came out was like 30 or 40. Well, they introduced the world to anime in a big way. The year after, yeah. 200. Right. Wow. It was the breakthrough. Modern, yeah. modern. There's about 200 per summer. Wow. Um, and then winter, there's another couple hundred. I mean, it. it it's a whole thing. That, I mean, I um, love Akira. That's a breakthrough. That, that that has had such massive consequences. Yeah. Groundbreaking. All right. My number 14, Bra uh, Black Panther. Really? Yeah, nice. it didn't make my list. I love Black Panther. I enjoy it. It's up there with like a like Ant Man, Doctor Strange, which none of those made my list. They're solid entertainment, but they I don't know that they're going to resonate or stand the test of time for me. Your right. pick, so go ahead. Ryan Coogler as a director, loved him. it. Um, loved. They said that a good chunk of the cast, because they don't, they're not allowed to read scripts before. Mm -hmm. uh, jumped on board just because he was directing it. Yeah. So it was like, oh, he's doing it fine. We're yeah, on board. Fruitvale Station, Creed, so good. Um, and the cast is just phenomenal. Amazing. And, and I saw that film with Jerome, who's a, a black gentleman. We saw that film um, in a theater that was 
pretty well packed with black guys yeah. in, in Glendale of all places. And the amount of love and the amount yeah. of oneness and the, that the significance whole thing. it has, oh the impact I totally get and respect. And what I like about it is even aside from that, it's just it's a good movie. It was really good. It is it's a good movie. Great, great action villain. sequences. Yeah. Phenomenal yeah. villain. Michael B. Jordan's great in it. Uh, it's got so, I mean, we we keep talking about Michonne mm. uh Danica Nura as like uh, the Michonne. Michonne, but yeah. she, I can't remember a character in this film, but she's the god. She's so right. badass. No, it's an enjoyable the, solid uh, film. The the nod to actual African culture and right, it's the beautiful, beautiful, um, just aesthetics of that. I thought was awesome. I mean, Jesus Christ, it's up for eleven Oscar nominations. Right. It's amazing. The first film to ever be nominated for best picture. Yeah. YouTube, uh, there's a YouTube star called, uh, he's a critic called, he does these film with Mike, his name is film with Mike on YouTube, mm -hmm. but I'm going to just steal a quote from him. He said, um, um, not only a great Marvel film with a phenomenal fleshed out villain, it, it also begs the question, what have we as a society lost by eradicating entire cultures mm -hmm. and what could have that culture looked like if it had been allowed to survive into modern existence yeah. it's a very very yeah, good quote it, it is profound in certain way like, and the setting in oakland is is kind of quite right like impactful it right really is. right yeah it brings it back to the original black panthers right. the whole yeah but also movement. that it's the secret world that has this particular you know what's that stuff called the uh, technology that technology they have, yeah. that's advanced and could help the world and right. what good versus evil will do with something that's powerful. I loved that film. I, I was one of the people that I, I was blown away. No, I liked Especially because I hated yeah. the preview. The preview <laughs> was this like hardcore rap music. And I, I was like, this movie looks freaking stupid. And I went to watch it and I was like, I freaking love this movie. And then there's that line, which is crazy when you think this line comes from a superhero movie from Killmonger at the end when he dies, where he says, bury me in the ocean along with my ancestors. Right, yeah. right. I mean, I mean, I don't think that's the exact line, but Something it, he's, along talk that. Yeah. he's talking about slaves. Right. You know, yeah. and it, it that was like, holy shit, this was in the Marvel movie. Yeah, you know? yeah. Totally. No, no, it's a good film. Don't get me wrong. I just, you know, again, there's so many it's to choose okay. from. It's okay. Okay, my next one. Um, let's see if we can wrap this up. I've still got about I don't know about ten more. Um, yeah, we got to go through this. Um, Iron Man. I mean, that's kind of the OG Marvel movie. Yeah. Um, I do thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah. Predominantly because of Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. He embodied Tony Stark. Now, the funny thing about me is I actually was a huge fan of Iron Man. I I grew up reading those comics. But again, it was a gamble because Iron Man wasn't as well known as these other superheroes. And Tony Stark, well, Robert Downey Jr., kind of, it became a, a hit. Right. And he's kind of been the, the anchor that's kind of held together and brought together the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. But that's a really enjoyable film. I enjoy yeah. it a lot. And as a matter of fact, I'm not a big fan of Iron Man 2 or 3 much at all, unfortunately. I enjoyed all three of them. No, I, and a lot of other people do. I mean, Iron Man 3 made over a billion dollars. I'm not a fan of that movie. Um, but the first one is solid. It's yeah. very enjoyable. My number 13, Doctor Strange. Yeah, it didn't make my list. And I enjoy it. I I've love seen Doctor it. Strange. I've seen it like four times. Uh, but I'm a Cumberbatch like maniac from Sherlock. <laughs> She's a Cumberbatch. <laughs> I'm a Cumberbatch. That's what they call them. I, I'm so yeah. happy to be His a Cumberbatch. <laughs> um, in 08, I actually wrote a script for Doctor Strange. It never didn't go serious? anywhere. But that's how 
Yeah. Uh, like I felt I, like I love the movie. The, the, no, the visuals, the strangeness, I love. I do. It's and just, I, one of the big things I loved about it was that they embraced the Marvel Cinematic Universe embraced spirituality exactly as a whole. Exactly my point yeah. too. It gets very spiritual, and I really like that. And that's that. in the comic books. Yeah. 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 Dormammu. I thought I've he come was. To I thought he was great as Doctor Strange. He's such a cocky bastard. Oh yeah. I yeah. love his yeah. character. And he did something similar to Tony Stark, yeah. but made it his own. Right. Which is why their yeah. banter is so great because they're both yeah. total Phenomenal. cocky and right, 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 right. so good. Look, I enjoyed it a lot. Again, it's kind of is Ant Man on your list by out of interest? I don't think so. Because I love Ant- the Ant Man right, movie. Ant Man, I I really enjoy it, but so I, you know funny. My, my greatest of all time. Well, also you'll see we're gonna get to them and we we gotta wrap this up. Yeah. Um, I wanted to spotlight some ones that people won't even really know that were from comic books. Right. Okay? And obviously Marvel have made like 19 or 20 films. Right, right. You know? All right, is that my turn? Your turn. Okay, good. Let's see what else do I have. Okay, I, I'm putting Man of Steel on here because Man of Steel gets better for me. I don't know why. It gets better and better for me. It's not on your list? No. Okay, and I know, look, DC haven't made great, uh, great films at all. They haven't. Out of them, Man of Steel is the one that I like. When I saw it in the theater... It was a confusing mess. Yeah. Because the, there were certain scenes and the music that were really powerful. I actually loved the whole extended opening sequence with um, Russell Crowe. Yeah. I really like that. Um, but for some reason, the more I watch it, the more I enjoy it. Really? I, uh, the more I watch it, I've seen it now five or six times and I like it more and more. You're not a fan at all? I, I am a fan. I, I did... Uh... I think Zack Snyder was still on his kind of deconstructing the superhero genre. Um, so I don't think he was a very good pick. I think visually it's a beautiful film. Um, I don't like the positioning of Superman with Jesus Christ. Um, and if you watch that film and look for crosses, you're going to see a lot of them. Right. Um, I, I, I hated the fact that he let his dad die. So that scene drove me crazy. And the fact that right from the start, Lois Lane knows he's Superman drove me crazy as well. Right, right. Because then he has no hidden identity. Um, It's not a perfect film at all. That's why it's like right at the bottom of my list. It's just, I don't know. It's a film. The more I've seen it, I'm like, wow, I really enjoy this. I fell asleep. The music score is (laughs) fantastic. And and I like Michael Shannon as Zod. I I, really do. I really wanted to like that film. I really wanted to. Um, Speaking about Dawn of Justice, uh, and this is Zack Snyder again. Zack yeah. Snyder again. Oh, Dawn of Justice! Please don't get me one started. one so line. Bad. One line could have changed that entire film and made no, it, it phenomenal. So Batman is standing on top of Super- Superman with with the Kryptonite spear, yeah, and he's yeah. about to spear him. Martha, <laughs> right? <laughs> Superman screams out, "Martha, who's Martha? My ba- mom. Bat- Martha's <laughs> my mom too." <laughs> So, so that, that if he would have said, if he would have just said, instead of saying, save Martha and Batman sounding like, if he would have just said, save my mom, yeah, that would have saved the entire Have you film. seen the extended version of Dawn of Justice? No, but get this. Yeah. Save my mom. Batman is having to kill Superman correctly because Superman is being positioned as God. Right, right, right. Remorseless God, a God that after 9-11 is wiping out entire cities. Um, Batman's doing the right thing here. Even though this is not Batman's MO, Batman does not kill. 
Batman is correctly he's targeting. He kills a lot of people in doing <laughs> justice. But he's correctly targeting and having to kill this alien. He thinks he's doing yeah, no, the right I understand thing. his motive. If the guy had said, save my mom, suddenly the guy's a human. Suddenly he can't kill him. He's not just some weird alien from another planet right. with godlike right. powers. Suddenly that movie starts to make sense. The yeah. Martha line just... It's so bad. Trust me, there's oh. a lot more right, wrong with right. it than just that. Here's the thing. Dawn of Justice is so frustrating because it's a like the extended version. You have to get through like an hour and a half of shit. And then the last hour is actually quite enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, that warehouse sequence yeah. is incredible. Yeah, It's incredible. It's one of the best battles, even though he straight up kills every single <laughs> one of those guys. You're right. And there are some mm. images and visuals that are incredible. Lex Luthor, Jesse Eisenberg is this oh, hipster. Lex. So oh, it bad. drove me insane. Oh, yeah. There was so much wrong with it, which is such a pity because there were some master strokes. Yeah. But anyway, we're supposed to be talking about the best comic book movies. All right. Um, that was mine, right? I did yeah. Man of Steel. Go ahead. My number 12, and I'm getting pretty low out there because we've already spoken about the other 10. Uh, my number 12, Shogun Assassin. I don't think I've seen it. So uh, it's based off of it. Lone Wolf and Cub, okay. which is uh, another Magna series. Never heard of it. Um, it's a TV show, which is equally good as the movie in Kill Bill when the little girl uh, when she's bringing the little girl or she first meets the little girl, the little girl, they're going to sleep over. Um, it's her and Bill talking and Bill does the whole talk about Superman and Clark Kent and blah, 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 blah. She asks if she can stay up and the dad says, no. And she goes, can I watch a movie? And he goes, what movie do you want to watch? And she says, Shogun Assassin. Um, it's a movie about this, uh, the Shogun's assassin who's, killed hundreds and hundreds of lords and he finally decides that's it i'm not going to do this anymore he goes takes his son and goes out on the road and becomes this ronin but it's 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 1970s i want to say or Hmm. early 80s um and is this anime like no 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 this is a proper black and white film i think it's black and white i can't remember no but the comic book that it's based on yeah um i've never heard of this massive series incredible uh if it, it is the lone one lone wolf and cub took uh it, it's the godfather of so many other japanese and chinese uh samurai and that entire genre hmm. they all borrow heavily from lone wolf and cub I'd love to check it out. Yeah, put it on your list. I actually don't have a lot more because you're right. A lot of these we've already covered. Uh, Let's see. Um, All right, the history of violence. Vigo Mortensen. It's a comic. It's a comic book. Oh, we love that movie. So it's one of my favorite films. The comic book is is even crazier. I love it. Have you read that comic? Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic comic book. And yeah, uh, David Cronenberg directed the film with Vigo, which is so good. They changed the comic. Quite a bit. There's a lot more backstory mm. to his, I could see that you know his mobster life and everything in the in the comic book. Yeah. But the film is phenomenal, and most people have no idea that comes from a comic book. Yeah, in the comic book, he d- describes the different tattoos and what each one means and the significances of each one. It's it's a it's a beautiful read. Oh yeah, yeah, and a lot more history and stuff like that. Yeah. All right, what you got? 
Um, number 11 for me is Edge of Tomorrow, based off of All You Need yeah. Is Kill. Oh, That's I right. love so Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. I've never read the comic book. I love the movie. Love yeah. the movie. It's, it's a blatant Groundhog Day ripoff. They should have called it All but You Need Is Kill. It's such a good oh, ripoff. Yeah, it's oh, so I, I'm phenomenal. not a huge Groundhog Day film. I know it's blasphemous, but uh, like a fan. a fan. I'm not yeah. a big fan of that film. I love that movie. So Edge of Tomorrow to me is like awesome. Happy Death Day. Love. Because they're all knockoffs of that idea. Right, right, I love right. it. Edge of Tomorrow is a film... Again, that just gets better so and better, oh, yeah. man. Oh, it, it's a, it's a masterpiece in montage. If you ever oh, want so to good. watch how to do a proper montage, you watch that oh, film amazing. a couple times. So good. And uh, Emily Blunt. And, oh, they're Cruise. just yeah. so good. Yeah, I love that. I can't wait. They said that they, they were going to do an, the, a sequel or something. The well, sequel of just Emily Blunt's character, mm. the bitch of blah, 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 blah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh. I can't wait. All right. Let's see what else do I. Oh, Road to Perdition. I love this film. A lot Tom of people Hanks. aren't a fan of this movie. That's a um, comic it's, book? Yeah, it's yeah. a comic what book. What a depressing and a very comic, good comic book. book. <laughs> yeah, so people aren't a big fan of this film because it's so depressing. Yeah. And the comic book is just you know, as I depressing. I own this movie, Tony. Um, He's talked to me about it like a hundred times. I've never seen it and I own <laughs> it. Oh, you've never seen it? Oh, I love it. I love this movie. I I've only seen it once. So good. Oh. I've seen it like three or four times, but it's okay. true. It's well, a very it. somber like mob movie but yeah it's so good and it's such a different role from hanks yeah but then jude law is so good in it. daniel craig before he was bond right paul newman's last role oh, i love it and yeah the comic book is actually really good too all right what else uh my number 10 is guardians of the galaxy 2 the second one the really? second i loved one. it do you even have the first one on yeah there? that's number nine Okay. Well, we already talked about the first ones. I, look, the second one I is totally enjoyable. The second one. But again, it's not on my like greatest. You actually, you watched it with me in the theater. You really did oh, like I it. Oh, I love it. You really I, liked it's, it. It's more of the same. It's yeah, it highly is. enjoyable. And it's perfect for the fans. But I'll tell you, I liked Guardians of the Galaxy 2 a lot more than I liked Deadpool 2, for example. I All thought right. it was different. Right. Like, That's what's I funny. Really like, Deadpool 2 is exactly the same thing to me. Right. I thoroughly enjoy it because it's just more of what I liked right. in yeah. the first one. That's how I feel about Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I was worried that they were, Guardians... They were so fun. I loved it. Yeah. When, when I saw the trailer for it, I thought, oh, this is going to be a Groot cash grab. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it a was. lot of people and, thought yeah, that. It's a baby yeah. Groot cash grab. Was right like, from the opening sequence. Um... But then, no, it was good. as as it molded into a story about ego, these, so yeah. ego, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it's 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 about their egos. That's the main villain is ego, and it's they're fighting their own egos and Rocket's and relationship. Michael and, Rooker, man, that was uh, so good. But then the family relationship and they're getting all together. By the end of that movie, I'm I'm usually emotionally <laughs> spent. That I'm is, like, no, entire I loved sequence it. where he's trying to get Groot to go get the key, and oh, he yeah. keeps bringing back <laughs> random shit. Is so funny. No, I love it. And Michael Rooker, what's his character's name? The um, blue. Mary Poppins, yeah, y'all. Yeah, Mary Poppins, y'all. You know, but he's basically kind of the real father figure. Yeah, was surprisingly great. really emotional. Right, really good. Right. Look, I, I loved it. It's just if I had to choose one, yeah. it would be the first one. But I, like I, I loved it, too. I, I, it's I've on got those list. both on my list. So. Okay, I good. both. All right. I'm Groot. Blade. Blade made my wow, list. Wow, okay. I, so you don't like he the first Blade? Blade. Uh, I, I enjoyed Wait, it. Blade or Blade Runner? No, no, no. I Blade. don't love Blade. I'm confused. Blade Runner is Ridley Scott. That's sci-fi, yeah. which is a masterpiece. That's not That's a comic book. That's not a comic book. Yeah, Blade with Wesley Snipes is a comic book. Oh, okay. And they made a series of those films which aren't good. The first film I loved when it came out. Now, 
I did rewatch it last year. It's not great, but it was quite groundbreaking because, hey, everyone's talking about, ooh, Black Panther. Blade came out like 20 years ago with a black superhero. Right. Uh, also, it, it had some really groundbreaking visuals. Oh, yeah. It, that, um, I remember loving that Before film. Matrix came out. Yeah. Um, Stephen Dorff is a good villain. Oh, I love Stephen um, Dorff. It's an enjoyable movie, and the first one I, I actually do like. I, I don't love it, but I like it. But back before there were four or five superhero film releases every year, right? Blade came out out of nowhere. That's and what I'm it saying. It was a good film. 97, yeah. 98. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. agree with that. Now, with that. these cool. superhero movies is just like this five a year. Then right. it was like, and again, it was an African American, you know, yeah. vampire was, killer. Yeah, and, and Snipes was damn good in it. He was so damn good. The other ones weren't great, but I liked the first one. Yeah. Um, my number eight is Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, see, arguably, so we're, we're going to disagree on this one. Arguably, my second f- favorite film of all of last year. People love this movie. I fell asleep. Good God. I fell asleep in the theater. Uh, I, I, yeah, all um, the podcasters, everyone I know adored it. Love this movie. Let me tell I you something. I'm just going to tell you my take and I'll let you talk. We don't have a lot more time. We have to wrap this up. It, it's right. been a lot of fun. Trust me. We could do this all evening, but <laughs> I, I want people to listen and not fall asleep. Um, and I think we're at, what, like an hour and a half already? Um, this film is so acclaimed. I guarantee you, it will win an Oscar. I loved the first half. At, absolutely loved it um it was it was so witty it was so unique what happened for me was by the third act so much was going on i i it i it dispersed me i guess and with all those different universes and pig ham and this and that and you know broody somehow too much was going on with all these villains and this and that I don't know. I, 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 it lost me, and I literally was fighting to stay awake wow. on the third act. It was bizarre mm. because I, I started the film like, holy shit, this is cool. But I need, I can't wait till it comes out on home video because I'm going to watch it again, and I'm going to see if I feel the same way. Because yeah. people love this movie. So, Flip, what did you love about it? I mean, the, the animation style is incredible. Stunning. Yeah. The, the jokes are to die for. Like, I literally was fighting Pete. Like, <laughs> I was laughing so hard. I mean, it takes the piss out of, you know, emo Spider-Man, which has become like a whole meme that's from awesome. Spider-Man 3. Right, right, yeah, right. I mean, that stuff is wonderful. The soundtrack's amazing. I have the soundtrack. Yeah. There was nothing I didn't love about that film. So you love the whole thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's Into the Spider-Verse and such a deep cut into comic book uh the entire spider-verse history and all that that whole meme at the end at the end credit scene right right (laughs) pointing at spider-man but anyway yeah they had nick cage's neo-noir the uh, perfect way to use nick cage but i wish there was more of him yes oh i agree anyway okay good it's fine i that that is i'm glad you put it on there because i'm sure a lot of people um especially comic book nerds would be outraged that it's not because uh, people love that film. I, I have to revisit it. Right. Um, okay, Hellboy 2, The Golden Army. Oh, I love that movie. You don't like that film? I love the first one. Oh, I'm not I, a big fan of the I'm first one. I'm a big one. Celtic, Nordic fan. Right. Like, I love Irish and, and mythology. So, to me, killing Nuala and killing elvish characters is... It, 
stabs we're me. Full in. on nerd right now, Miss Money Annie. So <laughs> thanks for keeping up with us. Okay, Hellboy the first. These are Guillermo del Toro. Ron mm. Perlman is Hellboy. The comic books are a lot of fun. Um, I like the first one. I don't know. There's something about the second one. It's so visually arresting. Yeah. Uh, oh, I I think it's got some incredible. Uh, visuals and action sequences i i love it i the second one i go back and i watch i've watched six or seven times the it, first one i've seen twice it is one of those films that you can just rewatch. Yeah. a lot of people love that second one it's quite well revered well I, all right, all right, i'll give it to you i'm not lying um <laughs> what else you got i only have one more um uh, my next one i think i've only got one or two more because we've already talked about the other ones um spider-man homecoming that comes in number seven on my list i really liked yeah, it see i i don't get me wrong i thoroughly enjoy it, it i love tom, tom holland, holland is Spider-Man. great as spider-man but as a movie i don't know how well it will stand the test of time i rewatched it i like that's it. why like you know spider-man 2 to me really kind of i i still remember it 15 years later right, i guess right. i would have to look back 10 years from now because tom holland is wonderful yeah. as spider-man and peter parker i think the thing that really got to me is spider-man finally being embraced into the marvel universe right so that for well, me they really did that in civil war <laughs> but no this is the first time it's it's you know an entire storyline about right. him and True. it's really really high school <laughs> yeah it, I, and it does have its quirks. The hot Aunt May, that's new. That's never happened. So and the... but that's so tongue-in-cheek because she gets younger and younger <laughs> with every iteration. <laughs> Literally, it starts with that older yeah. actress with like gray hair. To, Which is the comic uh, Sally book. Field and then Marissa Tomei. Perfect comic book. To, uh, Robert Downey Jr. even says that. Wow, your aunt's surprisingly hot. Like, <laughs> so funny. Um, uh, Zaldani, whatever her name is, um, the the young lady that pays Mary Jane, she's uh, oh Zendaya, Zendaya from the Greatest Showman. She's slightly, she's a little darker skin. She's not, she's not a white yeah, redhead. I wasn't a fan of that casting choice. Nothing against her. It's just so different than how Mary Jane. Right, right. Yeah. And until I saw the Greatest Showman, I didn't think that was gonna work. But I, I saw her with the pink hair, and I was like, okay, I take it all back. I'll have her. Yeah, she's okay. Um, no, it, it's a fun movie. And I, I'll say I love Tom Holland. He's my favorite Spider-Man. And the movies are fun. But again, what's weird is I kind of put like Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Deadpool 2 with like, they're just like these, you know what you're getting. It, you know, it's completely serviceable, but they're not like wow to me. I don't know right, why. I, right. I enjoy them. Okay, my last one. Um, and then we'll I'll let you roll through yours and uh, miss money. Any of you have any others? Is the Crow? Um, I know it's very nineties. It's based on a comic book. This is Brandon Lee. Um, I I actually loved the comic book uh, when I was a kid, and surprisingly, this film holds up for me. You know, maybe because you know it has a holds a dear place in my heart from when I saw it as a kid. But I own it. I watched it last year. It you know it's very gothic and dark. Mm-hmm. Um, have you? Do you like the crow? Have you seen it? I've seen the film. Not um, a big fan. Not a big fan. Yeah, I love it. I love but it. But I don't I think I ever it. read the comic book. Oh, you never read the comic I don't book? Think so. I mean, it's actually this is from what I remember. It's a version that's very kind of true to the film. Obviously, the film is more famous for Brandon Lee, unfortunately, fatally dying right, <laughs> while yeah. filming it. Um, but I, I enjoy it. It's got a killer soundtrack and it's a good film. I'd like to rewatch that. Anyway, that's my list. What uh, else you got? My number six is Thor Ragnarok. 
Okay, that was like I on was my... I was going to say, where's was, the Thor movies and all this? It was I on my them. honorable mentions. I've said this many times. Thor Ragnarok is a great comedy. Yeah. It's so yeah. funny. But it's not a great the film to me. The second Thor no? is my favorite Thor. It's really? fun, but it's not going to... Thor, The Dark World. I enjoy world. it. Wow, I yeah, The Dark World. I enjoy it, and I like the People first People hate too. that movie. I adore it. Wow, wow, yeah, wow. You hate it too, right? I don't hate it. I love it. I thought it was I'm hysterical, and that yeah. entire sequence in again, London at the end is it amazing. It was a huge hit. And now a lot of people are like, eh, it's the, one of the worst ones. It made like, like $700 million. Yeah. No, Thor is... They're good movies, but do they make my best comic book movies of all time no wow. not, I love not even close um i'm I, glad you brought it up I, I i like it i loved that thor as a god and the, the got embraced into the marvel universe because in the first and the second thor films it's still technology that we don't understand yeah uh, they're people from another plane of existence they, they never said these are gods and by the thor ragnarok boom they were established as gods and this is the the nordic mythos and this is ragnarok and blah 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 and they did take some liberties uh uh hella is supposed to be loki's daughter not his sister but yeah, whatever like, how do you make kate blanchett who's incredible not an intriguing character i mean I, she didn't do anything for no, me at all I, I loved i loved every part of that yeah. film I, I loved I, Hulk. I was... Hulk was amazing, and they took it from the comic book. Right, Hulk. right. And I loved because uh, it's Taika with Kiki, who did like Hunt for the Wilder People yeah. and uh, What We Do in the Shadows. The comedy is is wonderful. I, I, I I'm with you. I I've really always said it. it's a great comedy, you know. But that's okay. I mean, so you so it was very high on your list, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then my number five was Avengers: Infinity War, which we talked We've about. We've discussed number amazing. four, Deadpool, first one. Number three, The Dark Knight. Uh, number two, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. And number one was the Avengers. Avengers. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah, and so like some of my honorable was Thor Ragnarok. Sin City was one of my honorable ones. Um, yeah, the original. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I'm going to. And that the original Superman for sure. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much mine. That was a good list, man. I like that we kind of did it in reverse. Now, Miss Money Anne, All I was going to ask is like uh, Unbreakable, Split, are those actually based on comic books or they were no. just movies? No. Yeah, they yeah. just made them they're, sound the, the like they were. Oh, okay. I was wondering because they're always making it in the films as if it's based on comic book characters. Unbreakable is considered one of the best like comic book superhero origin movies mm. but it's not based on a comic book okay yeah, yeah. M. Night Shyamalan Shyamalan no because I'm a fan of those it's Shyamalan right alright Shyamalan I've never pronounced do you have any others any honorable mentions no it was a pretty thorough you guys were thorough okay here's here's my honorable mentions these are just great indie films and wonky comic book comic book indies so The Rocketeer phenomenal is that a comic book yeah oh I like the film Edge of Tomorrow Oh, we had uh, that. Right. Uh, Hellboy, Ghost mm -hmm. World. Ghost World is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Ghost World is a comic book. American okay. Splendor. 30 That's Days, a great film. 30 Days of Night. Mm, it's okay. Atomic Blonde. Mm. The Losers. I like that film. Yeah. I like I the, losers. the Losers. Yeah. The Mask. Oh, oh yeah. The Mask. Yeah. Mystery Men. Oh, yeah. Not a big uh, I liked R.E.D. Red. Oh, Red. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a comic book. Uh, and MIB classic. Oh yeah, which oh, is a totally. comic book. Yeah, uh, I did not like uh, RIPD. Oh god, that was awful. That was really and bad. And Jonah Hex, which was <laughs> terrible. Yeah, 
All right, guys, we got to wrap it up. But all that, right, all right. That was a, an extensive list. That was a lot of uh, fun flip. Thank you for coming on the show. Uh, those were our best comic book movies, and that was diverse. Yeah. I like that we had some good banter there. But again, this is what I love about our show, and this is what I love about movies. It's okay that everyone has a different perspective. Absolutely. It's okay oh, yeah. to have That's your what opinion. what makes it interesting. I'm never offended when someone hate something that I love or vice versa. Right. It's okay with me, you know, but there's plenty here for people to check out. Um, we live in a great age right now where we can actually go to the theater. And like you said, we have like five, six, seven comic book movies coming out. Right. I mean, we're in such a wonderful time now, this whole renaissance. I hope it never dies. I hope yeah. it just keeps going. Agreed. And the next one we should talk about is all the upcoming stuff because there's so much upcoming. I mean, we yeah, we, we've we discussed it. We did a whole kind of review. I mean, you've got Captain Marvel. You've got Endgame. Uh, we have to wrap up the show. Yeah. Uh, my brother, I could talk with you all evening <laughs> about comic books um, and, and movies. Uh, but look, it was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Uh, thanks for listening. I hope you guys are still here. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you next time. Good night. Good night. Thanks again for listening to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. My friendly reminders, don't forget to follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Tony the Movie Guy. Also, don't forget to give us a five-star review on iTunes. Those are extremely helpful. And if you'd like to support our podcast, you can become a patron of the podcast at patreon.com. You can help us by supporting our sponsor, Great Oral Health. All that information on the promo code will be in the notes below, so check them out. I personally really like their products, so if you support them, you also support us. Don't forget to use that promo code, and we will see you in two weeks. Bye-bye.